under your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Leave it to John Lennon. Create some ironic blues music. Mm-hmm. And the whole joke is, if I ain't dead already, you know the reason why. No, no, we don't know the reason why. But uh, still one of my favorite Beatles songs. If I ain't dead already, Girl, you know oh, welcome. My name is Joey Clark. Alongside me this evening, Troy. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah, your blues. The Beatles off the White Album. So good. Yeah. But you got to be careful with your words. Sometimes, you know, culturally it doesn't translate. That's what this song's about in many ways. He was, it was a satirical statement about all the, you know, British rockers in 68, 69 who started to try to do, like, Delta Blues, like Mississippi, Louisiana Blues. And it's like, how much can a rich or at least middle class British white guy get into the you know the deep muddy blues as is the african american experience in this country i mean some could pretty well like yeah but i you, know, you get lennon's point sometimes it doesn't it comes across as like you're playing blues man you're not actually muddy waters you're not actually buddy guy even you're not quite there now on guitar you might be great yeah and then also, I think Lennon was full of crap. I think Robert Plant got down and felt it in his bones. Yeah. Plant since I've been loving you. But you got to be careful. All this cultural, sometimes you, it gets lost in translation. Perhaps it gets lost in translation, but isn't the whole purpose of inclusivity to not deny anybody their experiences? That's true, but then you can't appropriate culture. Actually, you can. It's like, you still have your ideas. I just, you know, I think there is a point of, like, don't mock people. Yeah. You know, don't, but you know what? You can also do that. You know, you can mock people. You can. Mm -hmm. You can say whatever you please, as long as you're willing to take the heat for saying it. But here's my point about the loss in translation stuff. And I'm going to get to what was really a kick in the pills for me this weekend. Okay. I wish I could say the phrase that you know, uh, that you said earlier. Yeah, it just makes me chuckle. But uh, 
A New Orleans man, not a Florida man. We're done with Florida for a few weeks. Enough crazy crap coming out of Florida. Florida man will be ever-present. Right. Especially a Florida man named Cesar. Not... Cesar. Oh, okay. Cesar. Cesar. No, Cesar has that extra A in there. So it's Cesar. And anchovies. Yes. Well, I like Cesar. I like anchovies. I like salty fish. Worcestershire sauce. Had no idea it had anchovies in it. What, what, what is it that people are down on anchovies? It's always like, oh, you get anchovies on your pizza, bruh. But because the smell is offensive. It is. <laughs> but I like stinky stuff. That's true. I, we, stinky, fishy smells do not you know, turn me off. Sometimes you got to go for it. Yeah. Especially on my pizza, on my za. Anyway, I'm, we're getting off the beaten path here. Yeah. All right. Let's get back on the path. Because not a Florida man, a New Orleans man. Okay. He was arrested at a Willie's Chicken Shack. Now, have you ever been to a Willie's Chicken Shack? No, there's a Willie's Wings in Auburn, and it's yeah, awesome. That's great. But this is a different place. No, these chicken shacks in New Orleans are all over the place. When I was there for that bachelor party, mm-hmm. I was, I have to admit, really drunk. And you wanted some chicken. Yeah, and it was like midday. And it was perfect. Incredible fried chicken right there on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. So this New Orleans man goes into a Willie's Chicken Shack, and he claimed that well, I'm not going to say what he said. I'm not going to say what he said. Not yet. Not yet. He was uh, arrested, or no, met by the police. The cops tracked down this guy. His last name's Posey. And the reason they tracked him down? Because he went into the Willie's Chicken Shack and said, I'm about to blow the bathroom up. He was talking about his butt bombs, though, not actual explosives. Yeah. Which I've I've heard that before. Right. Blow up the bathroom. Yeah. But the cops didn't didn't buy it. They arrested him for saying at a Willie's Chicken Shack, I'm about to blow the bathroom up. Huh. That one way to put it is he was going to poop his brains out. And it was going to be pernicious. Another one is, like, he's supposed to appear before a judge. Right. In a few months. He should just say, I, sh- I misspoke. I didn't realize people didn't understand what blowing the bathroom up meant. Right. What I was trying to do, judge, is lay down some serious wolf bait. Right. <laughs> 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 <sighs> just, this is, you know, of, of all the stories today. Like having to do with freedom of the press or... That Colorado guy that strangled his pregnant wife and murdered his two daughters and then dumped them in an oil field? Right. What? Yeah. Messed up stuff. Yeah. That's not what you're getting on the Joy Clark Radio Hour tonight. We're talking about how an innocent man does something as bold as announce his bowel movement at a restaurant and he gets accused of being a terrorist, essentially. Making terroristic threats. It's not a terroristic threat to say, hey, folks, you might want to watch out because I'm about to blow up this bathroom. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. However, have you ever had some gas? Blown up a bathroom? No. I don't know. Just had some gas. Just a little. 
Yeah, mm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. A little rumble in your yeah, tummy. Exactly. Right? Something sneaks out. Yeah, sneaks out. Yeah. You feel it travel up and down. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I know what you mean. And it comes I out. hate to admit it in public, but the up and down, I don't know. And it's, it smells bad. I think it's a classy thing to do to warn people, hey, yeah, something's going to happen. But there are better ways to go about it, Joey. Yeah, but just to make, why are we getting the police involved in this? I'm, like, are we that on edge? I'm sure that the police get calls all the time to where they're like, why? 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 Yeah. I have to. That being agree. said, if, if, they, if you call the police and you say, this man just said he was going to blow the bathroom up, I think it, <laughs> as a police officer, you have to take that seriously. No, you don't. It's he like, said he was going to blow up the bathroom. It's like swatting calls, though. Yeah, I know, yeah. For those who don't know what that is, what's swatting? Swatting is where someone gets your address from somewhere. And this person could be all the way across the country in California or something like that. And they call the local police station and they say, I was talking to this person and he says he's going to kill his husband, wife, mom, dad, son, brother, children... Or he's holding people hostage. Right. The cops automatically have to take that seriously. They send the SWAT team out. You do have to take that seriously. But it's often not an actual hostage situation. No, it could just be over an argument over Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Like some guy in California just got 25 years for swatting. And wow. it resulted in the death of a man. The SWAT team killed him. And he wasn't even related to the incident. The guy that was going to get swatted gave the guy in California doing the swatting, the guy calling the police. A fake address. He gave him a fake address. Because he was wise to the the swatting happens occasionally. Right. Wow, that's tragic in every which way. Yeah. No, and I am amazed at the stupidity of the human race. There's sometimes, I mean, there's sometimes when I do something, it's like, oh, yeah, dope, that's not the right name. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, when I was making a sound at somebody, I was like, now I sound like Ace Freely. Oh, yeah. But, and then, like, a second later, I go, that's not Ace Freely. That's Paul Stanley. Oh, yeah. All right. That's, Ace is the guitar player. Paul's the writer. Like, stupid mistakes like that occur. But I, I didn't call them. Two lovely young women called the police on my behalf this weekend. For a good reason. Now, I, as one might do on a Saturday night going into Sunday morning, I was passed out on my couch in the living room at 1.30 in the morning. I mean, 1.30 in the morning is a good time to be as asleep as any. Right. Some would say it's an optimal hour for right. sleep. I might have had a few brewskis. I might have you know, been hanging out eating a lot of pizza without the anchovies. So I was in my food coma, right. had a little bit of alcohol in me. I was sleepy. Yeah. So I passed out on the couch watching some wrestling. And I hear this rap, 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 rap at the door. Like, I must be dreaming. Go back to sleep, you big idiot. Rap, 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 rap. And I hear female voices. I don't know, but he's answering. Rap, 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 rap. Was this a loud rap or a yeah, dainty rap? It was, it was a loud rap. Okay. From dainty hands. 
Okay. Yeah. It was like, small hands, female voice, I don't think I'm being robbed. So, and, and you know, somebody who's trying to break and enter, you know, perform a and e isn't going to be so courteous as a rap, 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 rap. Hey, just to let you know, I'm about to blow your bathroom up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I answer the door, and they're like, is that your uh, red car out there? And I'm like, yeah. You're like, yeah, somebody's busted the window open. Just busted the window completely. Uh, we called the police already. They, we were walking up and down the streets because they were messing with our cars earlier this week, and we were wanting to check things out. Immediately, though, when I hear this explanation, I'm like, what are you doing out walking the streets at 1.30 in the morning? Did you do this? Yeah. Exactly. But and the more I talk to them, waiting on the police MPD to show up, I'm like, they don't seem like they did this. They actually seemed like, I don't know. Concerned. Pretty reasonable, citizens. concerned citizens. I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, y'all are fine. But then the uh, officer shows up, uh, I believe, uh, Flournoy? Yeah? Officer Flournoy. Okay. There's, a, there's, there's quite a few... It, it, Auburn's women's basketball coach. There's a Flournoy? Uh-huh. Uh, there's, there's something a, about a name. There's a Flournoy that's also a real estate agent. Perhaps mm-hmm. they're related or married. No, there's something about a name, though, where you're born a Flournoy. You might possibly be a, a cop. Or, like you're destined. or a women's basketball you're right. coach. Right. It's yeah. one or the other. It's a strong name. And he was a perfect gentleman. He was a good good officer. And he uh, you know, was like, what do we got here? And it's like... Y'all are the ones who called, talking to the girls, like, yeah, and they gave their spiel, and I was like, yeah, I'm the owner, they woke me up. Like, as you can see by the smiley face pajama pants right now, sir. Oh, those are classic, though. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Like, I have smiley face pajama, fan- pajama pants on, I have a I have a Paul Smackage, Master of the Small Package shirt on <laughs> right now, I have a ponytail, and a mustache with a, with a soul patch. Yeah. I am salt of the earth classic middle-class American right here. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do about my car? And actually, I was just, I was sleepy, very soft-spoken. I'm like, this is just annoying. What's going on? And then the officer, Mr. Flournoy, he was almost giddy when he goes, oh, blood! Like, he shined his flashlight down on there. And he's like, so he called in another officer. Hey, you got the kit? And so the other officer officer showed up, took a small piece of glass that was covered in blood, and uh, took it off to the station. And then he was very honest with me. He's like, we're probably not going to get anything from that, but if they get caught or commit another crime, it could help us uh, six to seven months. Like, wonderful. That, if they hadn't gotten blood, though, he would probably be like, yeah, there's not. Oh, there's and, nothing we can... Even with the blood. There's not much they can do. Just... We can put some more patrols out in this area. Right. And, you know, that would be nice. But, but you're still out. Was it 220 bucks? Yeah, it's about 220 bucks, which is less than... A, I'm not even covered. My insurance is just liability. So, it's like, whatever. No one wants to be out 220 bucks, though. No, I don't want to be out. To, well, and also, there was nothing of value in the car other than my peace of mind. There's nothing of value in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, he took my stupid little car caddy. Yes, my car is so small, it doesn't have cup holders. So he took my car caddy, which is portable with, you know, compartments and two cup holders in it. Mm -hmm. That was stolen. 
after the cops come and I do the report and all this stuff, you know, show them my ID, all the official things you got to do. It's like two in the morning. I'm like, I'm not cleaning this up now. So I got a tarp out, covered the window, and went back inside and fell asleep. And I cleaned it up in the morning. Met Bob, who's a listener. Good to meet you, Bob. His, his wife was Lisa? Yeah. I think Bob was the main listener. And then a gentleman, young black gentleman, came walking by with his pit bull. He goes, did your car have a car caddy in there? I was like, yeah. I was yeah, they threw it out. Whoever did this threw it out into some guy's lawn, like a block or two away. It's like, oh, so that wasn't even valuable enough for them. Mm-mm. It's like, if I'd seen them about to smash my window in, I'd be like, hey, stop. I'm not even mad. You must be on hard times. Here's a 20. Now go away. Don't. Don't. Don't smash the window. You're going to cut your yeah. hand. It's not going to... Just stop it. I know the car looks nice. You know, it's, it got me thinking about status symbols. My car is not worth that much money. It was not... The, it was as much as any other used car you could purchase. Yeah. But it looks nice because it's an old sports car. So the assumption is there's got to be something good in there. Yeah. And no, there's nothing. Imagine lacerating your hand oh. or arm just for a car caddy. Well, and is it somebody that desperate? But I kept thinking, no, it's just stupid. Probably young, probably dumb, and full of spunk. Like, ooh, yeah. Ooh, spunk? Are we saying spunk? Well, I can't use the one that rhymes. I couldn't say kicked in the, you know. I would love to be able to say these things, but we can't. Community standards and all. But speaking that, of community standards. Nightly, that, can you say that? No. No. Oh, okay. No. Let's just, let's stop trying to push the envelope. Stop trying to cross the line. Let's be straight news talk people right now. Okay, Joey, here's what happened. Someone smashed your car windshield. Yes. That's not good. Right. I would classify that as a bad situation. Right, pretty bad. 220 bucks out of pocket for you? Yeah. That sucks. I'm getting a lot of people... Who, I, I posted this on the uh, the Book of Faces. The pictures? Yeah, the pictures. Yeah. Uh, the morning after, right before I cleaned it up, and there was a lot of dams. Like, that sucks. That was the most common response, mm-hmm. and I thank you people for that. A gentleman I met named Matthew at that conference in Atlanta, he, uh, in all caps, said, hang them high like whoa there what whoa there matthew that is that's that's zero to a thousand right there he's like no sir and he's from new york state that's yeah that's that's a little that's quick i get one person said people are stupid yes yeah yes they are um at least they didn't stick a screwdriver through the door and unlock it actually i would have preferred that well Maybe, unless the lock is expensive. Those old beamers are probably... Yes. Some people, damn Joey, sorry, some people are just miserable and hateful. I don't know if hate was involved in this. Like, look at that ponytailed guy with his wrestling t-shirts. I'm going to smash his window. You ever see something bad happen to somebody, and you don't know what to say, so you just fill the space? And yes. this, I'm talking about in a conversation between two people. Right. Right? Right. I, I, that seems to happen on Facebook, too. <laughs> uh, like, I was 
I got a I got a prescription yesterday, and I was walking out of a pharmacy, and the guy at the front goes, "Okay, sir, have a nice night. Enjoy your medication." <laughs> what? <laughs> Enjoy your medication? Like this is not for enjoyment. No, sir. this is. <laughs> In fact, if I abuse this, it'll be a whole world of hurt. I take this so that the the voices aren't loud. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked at him. I stopped. In my tracks, and I went, okay, thanks. Yeah, for, the, <laughs> for the record, you could say nothing after you say, have a good night, sir. <laughs> but I know if I'd have said something like that to somebody, I would have been kicking myself for the rest of the day, like, just cringing, like, enjoy your medication? Troy, uh, what is that? Well, and then there's one person, I think we actually went to school with her, Kara Shea. I think she was a few grades ahead of us at Catholic. Sure. Yeah, Sure. Yeah, that's that's Troy's response for I don't really remember. Is that a, a, a just a name? Like yeah. that's her first name? Karashay, yeah. Is her last name? Don't Yeah, but gotcha. it's not the one we knew in school, I don't believe. Uh, anyway, her one response, one word. Rude. Agreed. Yeah, I agree, but it's also like the first thing I thought when I walked outside and saw my, you know, driver's side window just completely smashed the hell, blood on my seats, is that the first thought in my mind wasn't, rude. True, but also the first thought in your mind wasn't, hang them high. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, kind of dropping some F-bombs to myself. Well, this is effing annoying. <laughs> it was compounded by the fact that you were awoken from a slumber. Well, okay, and a lot of them are sorry. People asking what part of town. One person said, "This is why I leave mine unlocked." Uh, second person today, I've seen post a pic of a smash window. So messed up. You're <laughs> right, Marshall. It is messed up. <laughs> Tony writes, "Cops won't do a DNA test, though. Too much trouble for them for a property crime. You'll have to do it yourself." I'll have to do the DNA test myself. So I need to collect the glass shard with blood and pay for my own DNA test and then do what? Should have seen how hyped that cop was when he saw the blood. No, he really was. <laughs> He's like, oh, dude, blood. We got a DNA test here. And he called somebody in. We had to wait another five minutes for another officer to show up. <laughs> no, and what a bad way to start a day. Cameras anywhere. No, I don't have cameras on. This isn't the UK. Good Lord. Uh, one guy saying it can be replaced pretty cheap. Yeah, don't even bother with insurance. Okay, and then here's the one that I thought would be interesting. <sighs> and Strange Todd keeps saying we don't have a problem. Did he get the first? Did he? Yeah, this no, person? I think it's it was done on porpoise. Uh -huh. Strange Todd. And then the guy went on to say, you know, at least they didn't cut the top. Yeah, yeah. At least they didn't do that. That would be thousand-something dollars as opposed to 200-something dollars. Anyway, it's this one idea. I am the, if you will, victim here. My property was smashed. I'm now out 200-something bucks. But my first thought wasn't rude. It wasn't, hang them high. And it certainly wasn't, well, Todd Strange, what are you going to do about this? What is MPD going to do about this, doot, doot, doot? No, that isn't what I thought. Like, what is Todd Strange going to do? Okay, they'll put more police officers on the beat at that time, second shift, that time of night. 
yeah, okay, they happen to be going down this one road while they smashed in another car on a different road. Like, at a certain point, yeah, you put people out there, you do the best you can, and maybe there are things, if I really looked in detail, the mayor could do or the police department could do. But my first thought isn't blame the authorities. The mayor and the police chief must fix this. No, my first thought is this was a young, stupid kid who, for some reason, thought they were going to get something valuable out of my car. And it's their fault. Mm-hmm. And at least one of them, if there was more than one, got cut up for their troubles. Right. And it's the end of it. It's not like I'm... I wasn't even angry. I was more just like, really, I had to deal with this. Yeah. Very annoyed. So that's what I dealt with this weekend. But I had other things to entertain me. And I don't know. I've, Did you I, respond to any of those people, by the way? Not many. No, not really. No. The boss. Yes, the buttery one. Rick Peters. Mm-hmm. His first comment is, maybe it was one of your listeners. Retribution. It's <laughs> good roast. It is good. The, I would have had to refrain or hold myself back from responding to some of those people. Like the part, the one where, uh, what side of town was this on? It would have been really difficult for me to say the side of town where they break windows. That was the <laughs> yeah. side of yeah. Well, my cousin Whitney, she yeah. her comment was, "What girl did you make mad?" This wasn't a woman. I don't make women mad in that way. I'm more passive aggressive to the point they can't stand it. Hmm. 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 And they don't smash windows. They more you know smash my heart. Well, I've seen some. Some on on Live Leak and some World Star Hip Hop. I've seen some. Oh right, but that's like you. You like sleep with their best friend. Yeah, it's not like oh he kept making snarky, clever, ironic comments to me mm-hmm. when all I wanted to do was somebody to listen to me. Yeah, and he kept making sarcastic retorts. He really no. up, he really upset me today. I really wanted to watch this Christmas movie on the Hallmark Channel, and he got mad because it was November the 2nd. <laughs> and, okay, one person got political. Did you? Did your car, writes Luke, did your car have information leading to Hillary's arrest? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, freaking idiots. Got to be a democrat. I guess that's. <laughs> I guess you're gonna get that. Oh wow, having that's a political a, talk show. Yeah, no, and that's fine. Randall just said honey bun. I'm not sure what that means. And uh, would you turn down a honey bun right now, though? No. Sorry. Well, as long as it came in the package. I'm not. Somebody just came in here <laughs> with a holding a honey bun that was not in a wrapper. Like they have taken the liberty of opening it for me, mm-hmm. saying that I was being courteous, so you can just bite into it. Go ahead and eat it. Yeah. Like if they were way too eager to give me that honeymoon, no, I wouldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. It's like we learned a valuable lesson in high school when oh. uh, when the, some of the ladies in our class decided the hey guys, y'all are such great men, young men that here are some brownies because we love you. You know, uh, and that wasn't just simple brownies, folks. And no, it wasn't fun special pot brownies either. No, there were laxatives in them. <sighs> I won that battle, though, Joey. You did? 
the laxatives had no effect on me. Really? Seriously. You have an iron gut? I do. However... Your gut bio must be amazing. Imagine you're a man in New Orleans who just had that happen to you, and you walk into a Willie's Chicken shack. <laughs> yeah. I'm about, to blow the, <laughs> I'm about to blow the bathroom up. <laughs> oh, wow. Somebody said, be careful of the AIDS blood. That's a little presumptive, don't you think? It is, though. Anytime I see loose blood now, I don't know whose blood it is. First, like, if, if there could be all sorts of things in that blood. If you see loose blood, yeah. are we calling it loose blood as in it's <laughs> yeah. not attached to the body anymore? Right, it's loose. If you see that, is your first question not, whose blood is this? Yeah, no, it is. Well, in my case, that was answered by the guy who smashed in my window. Right. Is the second question, is this AIDS blood? No. No, I don't... I think well, That was a scare we were brought up with in, like, elementary school. I remember people being like, it's blood, don't touch it! We were fortunate, though. Yeah. I mean, a couple of years before that, what? Even, like, you know, talking about Freddie Mercury and oh, stuff. Oh, it was they, a death sentence. They called it the, the gay disease, HIV? Yeah. So... Well, did happen in that higher rates with gay men. Um, but, I mean, it was people who were getting it from blood transfusions and all sorts of, you know, sharing needles. I mean, sometimes it was just you touch some blood on that seat, that loose blood. <laughs> loose blood. Wow. Now we're probably pissing people off at this point, just riffing like this. Yeah. But how rude. Hang them high. <laughs> I'm laying down some wolf bait. The eagle picks my eyes. The worm he licks my bone. Joey Clark. Feels so suicidal. Just like this. I just needed a little Freddy in my life. Cheeky. Good stuff, good stuff. Welcome back to the show. And before we keep going into this segment here on this Thanksgiving week, we need to tell folks about Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. Eddie Bader is a real estate agent, Troy. Really? And he wants to be your buyer's agent. That is if you're in the market for buying a home right now. And I'm thinking about it. I'm tired of renting. And so, folks, if you're out there tired of renting or maybe you have a home, but the family's growing, you need to buy a new place, bigger place, Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group wants to be your buyer's agent. He wants to specialize in helping you buy a new home. Now, he's bought many homes throughout his life and his fledgling real estate career. He knows the process very well. It changed his own life by investing in real estate and renting it out. But 
He now wants to help people, especially first-time home buyers, walk through that process to make sure you're not blindsided or bamboozled by things like, you know, say you love a place. You fall in love with the character of a place, but you didn't look out for, oh, you need a major repair, like with the central heating and air. Or you didn't think about the prepaid costs, like an inspection or an appraisal. Eddie Bader can help you walk through all these things. And the most important thing is Eddie, because he's been through this, can help you work out some of the emotions that go along with such a big purchase. It really is like just a different perspective. Imagine some person put it like talking to a therapist, like you're picking at a knot all the time. You're just picking at a knot and that therapist is there to say, hey, what if you try picking from a different angle? And Eddie can do that for you. I know it's not talked about often in buying a home, but it can be a big emotional decision. Especially with a mortgage. It's like, okay, I'm in this for the next, if it's like a 30-year mortgage, I'm in this for the next 30 years. Exactly. Not to mention the paperwork that you have to go through when buying a new house stacks. It's huge. It's a lot different than renting, for sure. So, if you are interested in buying a home, first-time home buyers especially, give Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group a call. 322-0662. 322-0662. He will be your buyer's agent. Look out for your best interest as a buyer. And, you know, hey, a lot of the business meetings with Eddie, just sit down for a slice of pizza and a beer. It's great. He's a great nonchalant guy that takes his business very seriously. So give him a call, 322-0662. So now that it is Thanksgiving, the giving of things, you know, I mentioned last week uh, a little thing uh, about Friendsgiving. Right. And at first it was kind of a sad thing, like a portmanteau you put on top of a, like, I can't reach my family this year, so I'll just hang out with my friends, I suppose. We'll call it Friendsgiving. But my uh, soon-to-be sister-in-law, she just, Caroline, the mm-hmm. lovely Caroline, my brother's fiance. she did Friendsgiving down in Dothan. And I have to say, looking at the photos, it looked like a lovely affair. It's a great idea. It's all the good things you get out of a Thanksgiving with family, with unless you're one of the real, hi, real housewives of L.A. or whatever, right. without all the drama. Right. I don't need any drama. There's always drama at a family Thanksgiving. It's like TNT, yes. Right. Mr. Massey. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's an inside joke back to high school, folks. When I was in high school, we took an Algebra two course with a teacher named Mr. Fry. Yes. And for some reason, he thought that I was dramatic. And he never got my name right. It was always Mr. Massey. That's, that's not, not my name. That's not his name. And he would call me TNT and then say, bring on the drama. <laughs> Incredible. That same, class was so hard for me, too. Same teacher, by the way, than when we brought up, hey, Mr. Fry, what do you think about Parliament Funkadelic? And he looked at us and goes, what do you know about Parliament? It's like, you can't answer our question with a question. Yeah, that's not how this works. Yeah, tell us about it. He's like, how do these kids know of my music? Anyway. Hey, if, if he's down with Parliament we got to tell them that we're down with Parliament. Yeah. yeah. Remember when the time came to Montgomery? Oh, it was great. Yeah. We were some of the, like, two white dudes up in the front. Mm-hmm. They opened with uh, that song that they have two different versions of. Skillet. Oh, and, Blondie. Yeah. Oh, Her so name good. is Blondie, sexist socialite. Man, I haven't thought of that song do, in do, ages. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. And then... Uh, like Jungle Love. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. They bring out the mirror 
Yeah, <laughs> he's Jerome. like he's parting his hair in the mirror. Yeah, Jerome and Morris, and then uh, America. Have you heard? Brand new dance is called the Bird. <sighs> I like that one line. You know, ladies, you're you ain't too fat to fly. What? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. See, but I don't know. I I've gone through the phases where I I kind of like being able to see family now on the holidays. But it is weird that you don't spend the holidays with the people you're kind of closest to, which would be your everyday friends. I've always found that odd. Yeah. That you you don't spend those high holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving with the like we you and I used to live together like for 4 years mm-hmm. and every year it'd be like well, Christmas is coming up. It's like, I guess I'll see you later, man. Yeah. When, when are you going to Montgomery? Yeah. And it's like, why can't we just hang out in Auburn and have Christmas here? And we'll do the whole Santa thing. Milk and cookies. It'll be great. Ugh. Milk and cookies. Yeah. That's about that time of year to be okay with that. Oh, I'm already... I, I ate like... I made like 30 cookies this weekend. I ate a lot of cookies. That's impressive. And you know what? talking about close friends jonathan mm-hmm. you know he's working out hard with the crossfit i'm working out hard with the ddpy he's doing crossfit oh yeah he's up early man i hear him leave he gets there at like 5 15 in the morning every morning yeah it's he's working hard I, I can't knock him for that and i'm working hard with my stuff mm-hmm. but he's now got this habit going on and it's sort of ruined me he comes home on friday evenings and he's been by the mall Eastdale Mall. Why would anybody go by Eastdale Mall these days? Great question. I don't know. I went by there the other day looking for a Kiss t-shirt. Maybe Hot Topic would have it. They didn't even have that. It's like, what am I doing in this place? It reminds me of my childhood, but it makes me sad. No, he ventures into that mall, the place of shattered childhood dreams, and he goes and he buys like eight Cinnabon for the house. So like a cheat day thing? Yeah. I ate like I ate a couple Cinnabon this weekend. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. Big old glass of milk. It's like how long can I do this? That it's like a meal. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cheat weekend. Goodness. And like these tiny little cookies with like cinnamon frosting and the cookies pumpkin. Got that from the freshest of markets. Mm. Uh, and some and some s'mores cookies too. I ate a lot this weekend. Wow. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, you're preparing for Thanksgiving, so you, you, you're going to give up your diet? Of course. It's Thanksgiving. I'm going to eat all the mashed potatoes. Yeah. I mean, I've never been a big fan of turkey, though. You know what? I'm not a turkey guy either. Yeah. I'm a ham guy. I like the ham as well. But. Pork is much better than turkey. But my dad is a turkey guy. Really? So we got to compromise. Thanksgiving, turkey. Christmas, Ham. See, I'm, you know, I'm really partial, especially on Christmas. If you're having like a fancy Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. like people over, you really you're putting out the nice silverware and you know the flatware is really over the top. Yeah. Like you get out the gold stuff. Every every time that comes out, I'm like, why? You know, with a nice tablecloth and place settings yeah. and, and it's fancy crystal glasses and you know, whatever. And uh you know, ham doesn't cut it. Big ham doesn't cut it. Sorry, Joey. Ham always cuts it. No. No, 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 no. Ham. Not in a setting like that. No, it'll get you by. Green bean casserole. You no, know, but what is the one thing that could steal the spotlight from the ham? 
Like, you can come by with your roasted ham, honey glaze. What can steal the spotlight from ham? Prime rib. Yes, a huge rib roast. Yeah, is that what you're doing? That's what I want to do. Okay. Yeah, on Christmas. I am picking up what you were putting down. Yeah. Yeah, I just need somebody to fund it. I was going to say, you see the price of the rib roast, and you're like, ham sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, if we could get a bunch of people together and make it like a friend's Christmas. Hmm. Yeah. OG Kraft Mac and Cheese. That's what I'm doing from my side on Thanksgiving. Okay. I've been requested to make a side. Someone was like, are you going to bring a salad because you're on a diet? I'm like, no, I am not a rabbit. I'm bringing OG Kraft Mac and Cheese. I don't know if I'm doing Kraft. Ooh. Are you like you telling me that I can't make a better mac and cheese than that powdered crap? Is... Not the, the 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 OG craft mac and cheese. What's the OG craft? They use like real milk oh. to make the powder. Oh, okay. It's it's thicker and creamier. Thicker, creamier. I don't like that description. By the way, keep going. Creamier. Yeah. I'm. I like creamy cheese. And then you got to put buffalo sauce on it. Oh, really? Maybe not buffalo sauce, but a, a, a vinegary hot sauce. No. A, Lu- a Louisiana style. I was thinking some thousand-day-aged cheddar. You know, the type of cheddar that's been aged enough where it's still creamy and delicious, but has little salt particles that are kind of crystals, like they're crunchy. Yeah. It's, been, it's like almost a Parmesan effect with the cheddar flavor. That sounds expensive. Yeah, it does. Maybe, get, just... some, maybe get some Pacific Northwest cheese. Some mm. Tillamook, white sharp cheddar. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or some New York Reserve. Oh, no, I haven't had that. That's good stuff. I'm a Tillamook man. You know what? It it might be good to splurge on behalf of the family. It's for the family. It's for the family. Right. See, this is how we justify things. Including rib roast. Right. It's for the family. It's for the friends. You know, we actually, we got this cheese at the house now. It is Amish Swiss. Mm. And it's like a young Swiss, Mm -hmm. but it's really nutty. Oh, it's so good. A nutty Swiss. It's, it's a young nutty Swiss. It, it sounds weird. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay. I'll have to try that. I don't know. I'm being silly tonight. I'm being very silly tonight. But it's got me thinking this uh, holiday season. So you want to do a Friendsgiving? Like a friend, if not for Thanksgiving, something for the holidays where it's like bringing friends together. Kyle sent me a text, sent me and Aaron a text today and said he, in June, is going to go to Syria. Oh, Wow. And work at a refugee camp. Wow, okay. Yeah, and so I was like, does this mean that we're going to get more bro time on Xbox Live? Because he's in D.C. Yeah. And he said, maybe. But it definitely means we're going to get bro time over Christmas. And Aaron also said he was going to be in Montgomery for Christmas. Awesome. We're, we got to make this happen then. Yes. Let's do a big friend's Christmas extravaganza. Yes. And we'll, I'll, we'll make prime rip. <laughs> yes. Sure. I'll, Why not? I'll bring the horseradish dip. Yeah. Sounds delicious. No, that just makes me a cheap a-hole. No, but I like horseradish dip. Okay. It sounds awesome. Especially on my prime wanna, rib. It, when, I'll when just someone, eat it without When someone the splurges for the prime rib, though, you don't want to be the guy that... Br- I, I brought the dip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just... I've been that guy. I'm not going to knock that guy because I've been him. Well, your nickname is Sauce. Right, right. I like my dips. You know, and honestly, folks, I'm being uh, low over the top this evening because it's a tough week for me. It's tough. Thanksgiving falls on what day? The 22nd this year? Mm-hmm. Same day JFK was shot. Same day my mother was born. She would have been 57. 
So, uh, damn you, Facebook, for reminding me of that. You know, at a certain point when somebody dies and they still have a Facebook page, it's, uh, it's weird. You know you can... I could request it, I know. But I don't even know if I want to go through that process. Because other people do use it as a memory thing. Yeah. Just tough week. And, you know, I'm not looking for sympathy, and it's not, like, the worst thing in the world. It's pretty bad. Um, it's more just, like, a reminder of holidays suck when you've lost somebody. And so you overcome it with, you know, friends, and you make jokes, and we'll eat great food, and we'll enjoy ourselves. I'm not going to let the tragedy keep me perpetually sad. It's not the way to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know. Still hurts. Still tough. Especially when it's falling on that day that used to be a routine with right. the whole family. It's pretty rough. Which is why if you're focusing on what type of cheese to get for your mac and cheese. Thank you. It's not a cause for concern. Now, which cheese would make you throw up the bathroom? Not throw up, blow up the bathroom. Which cheese would make you blow up the bathroom? Yeah. The worst. Like, if I wanted to lay down some serious wolf bait. Are you talking in terms of density or smell? Smell. Smell? Of course. Talking about smell, the density is only for the one addition of it. I would imagine it, it probably depends on the person. I mean, I'm sure you could get a blue that would just... Right, a, a mean blue cheese? Against the Geneva Convention, kind of. So you're saying the blue cheese could really blow it up? Yeah, it's cause for concern. Yeah. Okay, with a nice mold. Well, I'm sure the mold has to be good for your gut bio. Yeah, but every, you know, when people talk about probiotics, what they don't mention is what it does to you. What does it do? It increases your bowel movements. Oh, if, really? I'll, we'll go the classy way, yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that. I don't need to give my muffler a rest. 272-9228. Let's see who's on the air. You only have a few minutes here. Hey, Joey. How you doing? Hey Lee, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm I'm having a fun Thanksgiving week after my car was broken into, and men are being arrested for proclaiming their bowel movements in public restaurants. What's the world coming to, Lee? I wish I had the answer. I've had one of those days myself without detailing all of the extreme circumstances, but it's been one after the other. No, I hear but you. But the man. discussion about macaroni and cheese was was calming, and I wanted to share. Uh, our uh, kind of family macaroni and cheese recipe Lee's with or recipe. without sauteed right squash. You take your conventional mac and cheese, cheddar, whatever. You caramelize onions, diced up. Make sure you drain them well. You want to do them in butter or olive oil. Drain them very well. Uh, char bacon until oh. you have uh, can have bacon crisp bacon mm-hmm. bits. Mm-hmm. Mix all of that together with uh, half a bar of shredded smoked gouda. Oh, Gouda, you say? Oh, yeah. That sounds Fantastic. good. <laughs> it is very Gouda. <laughs> now, these, uh, the onions that you caramelize, are we talking like super caramelized to where they're like a dark brown, really? Yes, you want to get almost a char on them oh. without a char flavor, but you get them brown. You know how a good caramelized onion is. Yes, sir. And you, But you got to get a good dice on them because you want them small so that every bite is just replete with Gouda. Mm. Charred onion, mm. the crisp bacon bit, mm. and the cheddar, the pasta. It's fantastic. Are you like using you what type increase. of pasta are you using? Uh, generally, just uh, regular um, elbow, uh, elbow macaroni. Shells. Yeah, you can do elbow, shells, and cheese. Okay. Uh, 
Oh. You can even use spirals if you, you know the color spirals. If you want to do yeah. something different. Oh wow, that's that's uh, throwing me off. Of, I don't know. Does the well? It it sounds like with the caramelized onion and the gouda, the sauce would end up being thick. Do you make a bechamel or? Mm. Well, the when when we do the caramelization, like I say, you put them out on a uh, a, a drain. You, know, you want to get as much moisture mm. because you want them to blend, but you don't want it to clump. So. But you don't want it to be where the onions slide away from the the rest of the mix either. So well, once you get me that, you sorts of ideas, sir. Well, other thing you can do to add to to give volume to it is along with the onions, it gets you uh, about a half a pound of squash Ooh. and char the squash with the onions and add it into the mix. Hmm. All finally dies. Fantastic dish. It'll be a winner, I promise. Ooh, I like this. But see, I also I like shallots too. Which are right. similar to the onions. I like garlic as well. Uh, right. I, but I was thinking bacon, uh, and I think gouda is a good call, though. I that is that's a really gouda is amazing. Yeah, it really is. I, I make a, uh, a Creole. Uh, I'm allergic to seafood, so I have to do like sausage or oh. chicken gumbo with uh, gouda and uh, grit. That's really really awesome. But, are you a Kaneka man? Do you like Kaneka sausage? I do like Kaneka. Again, yeah. a char. For me, something like that, a char gives yeah. a, uh, a hard offset flavor to the softer, mm-hmm. uh, cheesier flavors. Mm. So. Man, I'm hungry. Anyway. This is what we do when the holidays come around, <laughs> folks. We eat, and we talk That's about right. eating, and we watch football and fake sports. And then we have better days together. Exactly. Well, right, Lee, great I show, thank guys. You. I, I thank you for calling in. Thank you, sir. <sighs> Lee said replete. Replete. Replete needs to go into back into my vocabulary more. Yeah. That's a good yeah, it's word. It's falling out of your vernacular. Yeah. We'll get it back in there. Well, I, right now. Well, I'm not I'm not let's just say my vocabulary is going to be replete with the word replete. Nicely done, sir. Well, thank you folks for listening. I don't know what this evening was exactly, but we were talking about a New Orleans man, Joey. Yeah. We got arrested for threatening to blow up a bathroom. He probably shouldn't have said that. Nope. And we got talking about how somebody busted open the window of my car. And how it really didn't bother me that much. It more annoyed me. But I'm blaming you somehow, Mayor Strange. (laughs) Give me a break. And then we got talking about Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving. We need to do something for the Christmas holidays. Get the get the band back together. We were never a band, but maybe we could start a band with well, our old you, high school buddies. You, I, and Andrew's band and rock band was Big Swing and Dixie. Yeah. Talk about a good Southern rock band right there. That's Big a good band Dixie. name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take care, folks. Toodles. Yes, I said toodles. All right, the show's over now. Bye. Joey Clark.